Happy Epiphany, everybody. That's right, it's January 6th. This is the actual date of the Solemnity of the Epiphany, or Manifestation of the Lord. Most of the time in the United States, this all gets transferred to the previous Sunday. But today, January 6th, is the actual day of Epiphany. And so congratulations to you if you celebrated all 12 days of Christmas and ended with your 12th night last night and got your 12 drummers drumming. Today on the Epiphany, though, I'd like to to focus a little bit on two ways that we we come to know about God, two ways of him being revealed. Now, one of those is, of course, direct communication. And that's really the, the whole history of Israel, the Old Testament, God's chosen people. The idea that God not only created this whole world, but he actually got involved, gets involved. Isn't that the whole message of Christmas? But long before he was born and came in person, God was revealing himself, speaking to people like Abraham, Moses, revealing himself on Mount Sinai, being present in the tabernacle in the wilderness, speaking to the prophets. In fact, when it comes to Christmas, we often focus on the way that when Jesus comes, he fulfills all these prophecies about him. God has, in fact, revealed himself by, well, telling us about himself directly, speaking to certain people, and then those communications with God being handed on in the scriptures. The other way, though, that God reveals himself is through reason and by just examining the the world around us. This is something that St. Thomas Aquinas and the philosopher Aristotle would very much see as their method of operating. Look around the created world, and all around you, if you look carefully enough and use your mind, created by God, you will come to understand things about God. He reveals himself even through creation. Now, in the more ancient office of Matins today, the third nocturne has a beautiful reading from Pope St. Gregory the Great, who died just at the beginning of the seventh century. And he distinguishes these two ways of revealing God in that when Jesus is born, well, uh, to the shepherds, who are, are Jews, well, an angel is sent, an actual being to reveal to them. But On this Feast of Epiphany, we celebrate these magi, the the three wise men, the three kings of Orient are, those guys. They are presumably not Jews, and so they don't get, as Gregory says, you know, the, the dignity or the benefit of having an actual creature come to them. Rather, uh, they observe, like, the star, and they observe created things to understand this reality. So it's in signs and in symbols. Nonetheless, they're able to use their minds to correctly interpret the the signs in the sky to say a newborn king has been born in the land of the Jews. So what do they do? They they go to the Jewish capital. We, We saw these signs in the sky that there's a newborn king of the Jews. So here we are in Jerusalem at the royal palace. Where is he? Well, of course, that's when they've exhausted the a bit of their reason, and now they too need the scriptures. Herod, has to inquire, like, uh, there's something about this in the scriptures, isn't there? Where is this newborn king supposed to be born? And they tell him, like, well, the scriptures say Bethlehem. And so, aided now by revelation of God himself through the prophets, the magi who got there far enough by using their reason are able to get all the way to Jesus. I think that's a good example uh, for us today to remember when we're evangelizing, helping other people to come to know Jesus. There are the scriptures. The Bible is is great, 
but it is a book somewhat written for those of us who are already believers, who are on the, the inside, as it were. But let's not forget that God is, in fact, leading everyone by the light of reason, just as the Magi were led by the light of the star. We can perhaps be the people that, that help those who are searching, like the Magi. They, they can come so far, and then they need a little help. I love it in Gregory's homily. He points out that all of creation uh, recognizes God. Of course, it was created by God, but he uses what he calls anthropomorphic language to say, when Jesus was born, the, the heavens immediately, they sent a star. Uh, they knew he was God. The waters that Jesus walked on, clearly they let him walk on them, so they know he's God. When Jesus died, the, the earth quaked and rocks were split, so they knew he's God. Hell knew he was God because hell gave up their dead. You know, all of creation recognizes God. It's kind of anthropomorphic language, but the truth is there that especially in this world of a lot of people who aren't familiar with the Bible, Christian story, very scientific sort of age. Well, okay, great. Do science. Explore the natural world. I just talked with a great friend last night who is uh, becoming a doctor. She's like, well, I'm kind of agnostic, but at least when I, when I look at the human body, I can say, wow, okay, that's, that's pretty impressive. Great. That's like the Magi seeing the star. That can lead people. So the church is not afraid of science. Let's let's investigate. Let's look at everything in the created world. And if if we're open, we'll find, well, that, that leads us to God. So I pray today on this Feast of the Epiphany that we can be grateful, uh, those of us who have the scriptures, who have the Bible, that, that God has directly talked to us. But then let's just be in awe and wonder of the beauty of creation, everything God has done. Creation recognizes God, and shouldn't we? That's the light of revelation today. Happy Epiphany, everybody. God bless you.